Welcome to Relevance for Today, a show where you will be encouraged, inspired, and fed through the Word of God. You will find relevant teachings, tips, discussions, interviews, and more for both believers and even non-believers who are considering salvation through Jesus Christ. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey folks, Steve Lewis here. Welcome to Relevance for Today. Thanks for tuning in to another show. And uh, hey, I'm almost home, which means the next episode, I should be in the studio again. It's been three months, been a blessing, been spending time with family. God is so good. Yeah, so with that being said, hey, we're visiting some friends in Sanford, Maine. Thank God for Lynn and Joe. And uh, we're just, just taking time out for us. You know, we all need to do that. We need to take time for us. Parents, we get so busy raising our kids and working hard for our children. And then you finally get to that point where you're able to take a break for yourself. Take a break. Make sure you take that time out. If you still have children, get a babysitter from time to time. Husband, wife, get out, do some me time. Very important, a saying that I just mentioned this recently to someone, uh, to a married couple, and I was talking to one of the spouses, and I pretty much said, there's a saying that goes, the way your relationship is when your children are home is the way it's going to be when they move on and go on their way, and then you're empty nested, and so if your whole parenting, I don't know why I'm going on this, but hey, if your whole time of your children being home is all about the children, all about the children and neglecting the spouse, then when it comes time to have a relationship after they're gone, there isn't one because everything was centered around the children. Don't get me wrong. Children are important. Hey, you're supposed to love them and take care of them and train them up. But at the same time, don't forget about one another. And so for Barb and I, of course, we always made sure we took time out for each other, even when the kids were home. And uh, hey, so we're able to go off and do what we do. Some of you know our situation and you wouldn't even know we're in this situation because God is so good. And uh, hey, we're smiling. We're enjoying life. We just spent time with our children in two different states. Thank you, Lord, for the blessings. So today I want to talk about, and you might see me look over to the left a little bit because I've got a screen set up behind there. I've got my laptop here. Like I said, not being in the studio, you have to set things up a little differently, use different cameras and gear and go from there. But at the same time, it's still a message about the Lord, about us training and equipping the saints. And in this year, you're going to notice it's a lot of equipping going on. You don't need to hear the same stories over and over again about Samson. You don't need to hear the same stories over and over again about Joseph or anyone. What you need to hear about is Jesus Christ crucified, raised from the dead, seated at the right hand of the Father, Holy Spirit dwelling within us when we ask him into our life. And then we walk the walk, not just talk the talk or listen to the talk, but get out and do the talk. I posted a picture recently and pretty much it says, you know, there will be a day. It's going to come a day where we will be with the Lord. But in the meantime, we need to be doing something. We need to be about the father's business, feeding, clothing, 
visiting the hungry, the naked, the poor, taking care of the widows and orphans, pure unadulterated religion, taking care of the widows and the orphans. You know, here in America, we're blessed. Even when we think we're poor, we're blessed. Some other countries, they're not doing too good at all, at all. Over here, we have programs and things like that for single mothers, homeless folks. Some of them do have access to programs that work great. Some of them just don't want those programs. Over in other countries, homeless is homeless. You have no home. You have no food unless somebody gives you something. So it's a totally different demographic. So a totally different scene. And Barb and I have been blessed to be able to help a couple of ministries overseas where they have nothing. It is totally different. And you know, we ran the food pantry for 13 years. So no one can come to me and say, hey, listen, you need to do stuff in our own country instead of sending it overseas, because I can tell you right now, we put our time in, we still do. But at the same time, there's also brothers and sisters in Christ on the other side of the globe who have no resources at all, no houses, no cars, no nothing. They are living day by day with the Lord's provision. And at the same time, they're giving away as much as they possibly can because it's all about the Lord. You know, when you have to tell someone when you send them a birthday gift, make sure you spend this on yourself and they still go out and buy something that they need for the church building, you know, and so forth. And you just chuckle because it's like we're in such a different world where sacrifice here in the United States is nothing compared to sacrifice overseas in some poor areas. So be praying for our brothers and sisters in Christ overseas. And uh, it's all about changing the mindset. And so that's what this one's about, this episode, you know, the new transformation, the transformation, the individual transformation of you, the individual transformation of this guy, one finger pointed at you, three pointed back at me, right, Tommy Donaldson? So it's so very important that we get focused in this year, 2022, we have to do it. We have to keep our eyes on the Lord. We have to stay focused. If we lose sight, like the tightrope walker, right? I wrote a piece about the tightrope walker years ago. You're walking on that tightrope. If you stay focused on your balance and keep focused on what you're doing, you won't follow this way. You won't follow that way. You're not going to fall off that tight rope that you're walking on. It's the same thing as a follower of Jesus Christ this year, especially this year, because we're one day closer to the Lord returning. We're one day closer to the rapture. For those of you who believe in the rapture, you know, the funny part is I believe, poof, we're going to be gone, the rapture. But at the same time, it's not worth arguing over. It has nothing to do with salvation, right? It doesn't matter what happens. Hey, if we all get taken up, poof, we're gone. We're going to see a lot of things. We're going to see people that we never thought would make it. And it's going to be impressive. But at the same time, it's going to be one of those situations where we don't get wrapped up in all this extra stuff. This is the year. Okay, I got something good. This is the year for us to stop being so distracted, for us to stop competing with one another. Um, I cannot remember who said it, but the statement goes, I don't know if it's Franklin Graham or Billy Graham, but the statement goes, the body of Christ, or you could say the church, the church needs to stop competing 
and start completing the work that the Lord called us to do. We really do, folks. You know, I could sit on here and say, okay, I'm going to open up the Bible today and I'm going to talk about Psalms. David wrote Psalms. A few other authors wrote Psalms. But I'm going to talk about Psalm 23 and I'm going to say this, 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 and this. And I put that on YouTube. And if I'm wrong about anything, instead of someone getting in touch with me and saying, hey, brother, you might want to check this out. I heard your message. I thought it was amazing. Really a blessing. Um, but also, I want you to study in on Psalm 23, verse 4, because there's another thing you can look into and see this, this, and this. Instead of doing that, our mindsets aren't changed and transformed. We attack one another. You are a false teacher because you said this and you said that. I mean, look it up on YouTube. There are so many people speaking against what other people are teaching versus us focusing on the lost and the hurting and the suffering and sharing the good news about Jesus Christ and the kingdom of God. That's over here. That's the important thing. And then over here is the distraction side. And my hands are all different colors because I've got lighting and stuff for those of you who are watching. But we've got distraction piled up over here by the boatload, truckload, and we've got the simple message of salvation over here and people hurting and hungry over here. We need to get transformed from this stuff and competing to this important thing over here, salvation through Jesus Christ, taking care of the widows and orphans. You know, the widow's might, taking care of that widow who has nothing, but yet every time she gives, somebody's blessing her in the mail and she has no idea where it's coming from. Those type of things. Seeing a stranger on the street and offering to pray for them, not because there's agenda, but because you know who you are in Christ and you know that you need to step up to the plate and be a light in this dark world. So, this whole transforming thing. Let me go ahead and get the verse to you before I go off on a spill here, because it's an exciting day. Some great testimonies. My father and I had a good chit chat. Dad, tell you what, definitely very inspiring, very encouraging. He will always be one of my mentors. My father, BJ. Yes, Bobby Joe. So with dad, you know, great testimonies. I'll talk about that in a minute. So here we go. We're going to go in Romans 12, 2, and I'm reading this online. You can go to Bible Hub if you ever need a location to get the Word of God. Uh, if you're traveling and so forth, you might not have your Bible on, even though you should always bring a Bible with you. But if you don't, use your phones, use your iPads, whatever you have. The bottom line is you can go on to BibleHub.com, and you can find all kinds of passages of Scripture, all kinds of translations. There's many translations. You can go through, read the different translations, compare them. You can do some studies, all kinds of wonderful things at BibleHub.com. There's your commercial for the day. Okay, so New Living Translation, 12, Romans 12, 2 reads, Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into the new person by changing the way you think, which is what I'm talking about. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Perfect in God's eyes, not perfect in man's eyes, where people go around and say, you're perfect, brother. You know, not like that, but pure at heart, 
showing the love of Jesus Christ, you know, showing 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7, those love passages, showing the fruit of the Spirit, you know, as you turn your life over to the Lord, as you turn your mind, take that big switch on the side of your head and you click it and turn it away from worldly to kingdom of godly. Instead of the kingdom of man, we turn it to the kingdom of God. We focus on the word of God. We focus on the behaviors of Jesus Christ. And in that, the mindset changes. Changing from the customs of this world. What are the customs of this world? The way we behave, the way we put down others, the way we think we have to act this way, the way we think we have to talk this way when we're around certain people. You know, we travel so many different locations. You go to one location, someone looks at me, sees a six foot five black guy. They automatically think, hey, he, he must curse and swear. So I'm going to go ahead and curse and swear right in front of him. And all of a sudden, when they ask me, what do you do? And I say, I'm a disabled veteran and I'm also a minister and I do Christian podcasting online. Then they, oh, and all of a sudden they turn the switch on their head from cursing and swearing to now they have a little respect. And they start talking to me normally. And it's, you know, the world thing like that. Then there's others who the Holy Spirit shows them who you are without you saying a word, like what happened with Barb in Texas when we were with the Burpees. And a lady looked at her and said, you're a Christian. And part of the discussion. And Barb looks at her and says, how do you know that? And she saw the cross on Barb's neck, but she also knew because she could tell by the way Barb aura <laughs> not trying to sound all weird, but you have a atmosphere around you. You don't believe in things like that. Take a dog or a child and take them over to a person or watch them, how they behave around certain people. Cats, sometimes cats can be crazy, but you know, sometimes you'll notice animals will gravitate to someone that they'll notice has a good spirit, their aura, that anointing around, they can, they can sense love. They sense the heart. Children are the same way. They'll go. Children will not go to certain people. Then all of a sudden they'll walk right up to you out of nowhere. It's because you're transformed into that Christ-like mindset, but not just the mindset. Christ-like living, that hope in you pouring out. People can see that. People will come to you. Some of you right now, you are going to laugh when I say this. There's some of you, just like what happens with Barb and I, you will be in places minding your own business. Someone will come up to you. You'll start talking about the day. The next thing you know, they're sharing with you about marriage problems. They're sharing with you about problems they're having with their children. They're sharing with you about their work life. They're sharing with you about stress. And you're sitting back thinking, oh my gosh. You know, before Barb and I were mature enough to realize what God was doing in us, we would sit back and go, oh, my gosh, I would never, ever tell someone the stuff that person just told me. They're dumping their whole life on me. Well, it's because of the atmosphere you bring. It's because of the anointing that the Holy Spirit has on you. It's that Holy Spirit anointing. People can see the love. They can feel it because you're transformed into that new creation. And then they see the pleasing things. They see the perfect things. And it doesn't mean you're all that in a bag of chips, but they see something in you that they don't see in worldly people, which causes them to be comfortable around you and share their heart.
That's beautiful. So I wanted to say that, and I want to go ahead and read it in a different translation as well. The English Standard Version is pretty good. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and pleasing and perfect. And then the Berean Study Bible, which is really good. I really like it. The Bereans, as you folks remember, the Bereans in the book of Acts, Paul or Peter would preach and they would literally sit back and they would watch, listen, take notes. And then the Bereans went home and they searched the scripture to make sure the teachers were teaching and preaching the, the correct scripts, the correct scripture. So that was key. So this Berean study Bible breaks things down a little bit and it's really awesome. And it's right there on biblehub.com as well. So here it is. Um, they put in here verses one through three. Therefore, I urge you, brothers, on account of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what is the good, pleasing, and perfect will of God. For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought. In other words, don't think of yourself as being all that in a bag of chips, but think of yourself with sober judgment according to the measure of faith God has given you. So the reason why I shared this passage today was because this year, 2022 and beyond, we have to, and you can do this if you want, and if you don't want to do it, that's up to you. I'm not sitting here pointing the finger at you and saying, you have to do this, 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 and this. You got to follow Christ. That's it. Follow the ways of Jesus Christ. But one way you can do it is by transforming, being transformed, right? You got to put my glasses back on. By not following the pattern of this world, by not being like the world. You know, I remember being in the military. You know, I used to have a potty mouth. But after following the Lord, I noticed using better English, using less swear words to the point where I haven't sworn in years. That's not my thing. But at the same time, don't be like the world. People should see you and say, what in the world? That person's different. You heard me say this a lot. That person is not like everybody else. There's something about them. I don't know what it is about you, but you're different. What do you do for a living? What, what is it you do? Why do you, why do I feel so comfortable around you? Because you do, didn't conform to the world. You're not acting like the world. You know, transforming and renewing your mind has to be done through the Holy Spirit. You have to pray. Holy Spirit, help me. Remember, the Holy Spirit's the comforter, the guide, right? So you sit back, Lord, through the Holy Spirit, give me the strength I need. Help me transform my mind daily. Every day when I wake up in the morning, help me be the best version of me that I can be. Help me to be more Christ-like. Help me to be like you, Lord. Yes, Jesus Christ's sandals are some big sandals to fill, but we can try every day. There's no harm in trying daily, leaving others better than when you found them. 
You know, my dad and I were talking this morning and one thing that he prays, and I think it's awesome. He prays that the Lord will send him someone that he can impact their life through Christ. Send me someone so I can make a difference in their life. What does that mean? Whether it's giving someone a quilt, whether it's putting a smile on someone's face. You know, you go to the grocery store where you have to put a quarter in the in the shopping cart. You leave the quarter in there and say, hey, this one's on me. And it's just a quarter, but at the same time, you're showing some type of love. You see someone who's hurting. Someone asks you for money. You give them a couple bucks, but then you also offer to pray for them. These are the things. You share a message online. You write a poem. You write a story that touches someone's life and you respond to them. And in turn, they respond back to you because the author of that poem knows who they are in Christ and they know they're not all that in a bag of chips. So they take the time out to speak to the people who are contacting them about something they may have written. And I know that for a fact because I've done that. That's how I met Pastor Joseph. Pastor Joseph lives in a poor village in the Philippines. He wrote me saying, God bless you, brother. Great message. I wrote him back. We started a friendship. We started a bond. And now our family has a relationship with Pastor Joseph and the people in his poor village. And that's how it starts off because I never thought and never will think I'm all that in a bag of chips. Just like it said in the passage there in verse three, where it says, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought to. And all that helps you to conform to God's way instead of conforming to the world. Because once we think we're all that in a bag of chips, nobody can tell you anything. In fact, you're never happy for anybody else. You're focused on you so much that no one can learn from you. No one can glean from you. That whole anointing that you were supposed to have is shriveled up and gone and it's pushing people away and they can pick up on your ignorance instead of on your anointing. So changing the way you think, the mindset, don't conform to the pattern of this world when it comes to putting a shopping cart back. Yes, it's something minor, but guess what? Leaving a shopping cart in the middle of a parking spot when there's shopping cart corrals, as they call them, where you take your shopping cart and you take it to where it belongs and you put it in there and then you get in your car and go, will keep someone else from going to park their car and seeing a bunch of shopping carts in the parking lot in the way and they can't park their car. Little things like that. Don't act like the world when it comes to dropping your trash on the floor, throwing trash out the window, whatever it may be. You know, there's so many things. We all have different experiences that we can actually talk about that relate to this. How are you personally transformed? I want you all to communicate with me. Some of you do, but write it in the comments section. How has God helped you transform your life from being worldly to being more Christ-like? Give us some tips, give us some pointers, share some things. There's people who listen to my videos and listen or watch my videos and listen to my podcast voice onlys all around the world. So I love seeing, even if it's only two or three in a live video or whatever, seeing someone from the Philippines talking and someone in Brazil comments on it. And then someone from the United States says something and someone from Canada brings in something. And then someone from England and Australia. And I'm seeing these different names pop up and seeing where they're from. And it's exciting to see the body of Christ, no matter how big or small it might be, 
whether you've got five people watching your videos or you got 10,000, seeing people connect together because we're supposed to be brothers and sisters in Christ, right? Supposed to be one body, but it's about transforming your mind. It's about asking the Holy, the Lord to, through the Holy Spirit, help me, guide me, help me to be transformed, help renew my mind because I can't do it on my own because I got all this garbage coming in. Boom, 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 boom. Like I talked about a couple years ago, you got all this garbage coming in from the radios, you know, even some podcasts and even the news and TV and friends and everybody's pounding you with all this stuff from the world. And you're not getting enough from the spirit. You're not feeding your spirit, the word of God, worshiping, getting around a small group where you can bond together. You know, small groups, they used to be called cell groups. But of course, nowadays, calling it a cell group, people think it's something different and has to do with something else. But small groups are powerful. I remember small groups when my parents, we lived in Australia, and I remember my parents were part of a small group. And they would get together, study the word. There was food. Of course, we loved food. We were kids. So we would get to eat the food and go off and play at someone else's house while they were having the small group that night. And in a small group is so powerful because you get together. You get to get in the word together. You get to talk about God's word. It's great to go and have fellowship or to go to church, but when you have a small group, you get to really fellowship. You get to get to know each other. You get to build relationships. You get to open this up and say, I've got a question. When Paul laid across uh, Eutychus, and then Eutychus got up, and then they all went upstairs, and Paul kept preaching through the night. Wow, that's amazing. And then someone goes, I don't remember that part. Oh, yeah, going to Acts 19 or whatever chapter it's in. And then you read it, and then the person's like, I never knew that was in the Bible. It opens up a whole new door. The small group goes around. Everybody's learning and gleaning from each other. You put together some money, and you say, hey, we need to do something in this community. Or, hey, I know of a mother who has two children, and they have no food. And you put your money together, and you go and buy food for this family. And that family sees the body of Christ coming together and being Christ-like in a hurting environment. And so it's all about that, but you have to have your mind transformed. You can't be in this robot state where you go through the motions and it's everything is all about, I've got to do this, 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 punch my card, I'm done. I went to church on Sunday, I'm good to go for another week. No, it's not about that. It's more than that. It's seven days a week doing something Christ-like, but you can't do something Christ-like and, and walk in that calling and that anointing if your mind is not transformed. So we really have to focus on that, getting our minds transformed away from the world and into the kingdom of God. Sound good? I don't want to rant on too much because this could be an hour-long podcast. I'm just sitting back, relaxing in the room, and it's kind of fun because I get to talk to you guys, and I think I'm going to do a live video here in a few minutes anyway just so I can see how people are doing, which, of course, today is Friday the 18th, I think. But, uh, hey, thanks for tuning in as always. Really appreciate you all, and I've got some news to share with you as well after I pray. So remember, Romans 12, 2, 
Don't be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much for this opportunity. We thank you for technology. I thank you for being able to share these messages. I thank you for the Holy Spirit's guidance so that I'm not just rambling on. But Lord, I pray right now for all my listeners and watchers out there and all the new listeners and watchers. Pray for them that they'll learn to be able to get their mind transformed, that they'll be able to turn away from the ways of the world and turn into the right direction for the kingdom of God. Your kingdom, Lord. So I pray for all those out there hurting and suffering that they won't hurt and suffer anymore because the transformed minds of the body of Christ is going to change in a way that's going to get them out in the streets, find the hurting, find the suffering, find the lost, find the naked, find the sick, and be there in a Christ-like way, in an amazing way, in a physical way, that people will come to know you in a greater way, Lord. So I just thank you for all these things in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hey, there you have it, folks. Thanks for tuning in as always. The special thing I want to talk about is Kingdom Community TV. That's www.kingdomcommunity.tv. You folks need to get over there and check it out. I'm going to actually do a live video on it here soon, but uh, I'm going to share the screen with you for a second so you can actually see a little bit of it. I think I still have it up, but basically... Hey, Relevance for Today is a TV show now. Really excited about it. And there's so much that we can do. It's like real TV. This isn't a joke. This is the real deal. Here's part of it right here. You can see right here on the screen. Watch live TV. There's the broadcasters. And so it's really awesome because as you can see, oh, make sure I'm pointing the right way over this way. Da, da, da. Derek Bat, 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 Batty, I guess that's how you say his name, um, but different ministers, ministries, Kevin Forlong, Pastor Kevin Forlong, Naomi Byers, hey, there's Stephen Lewis, but you can go and there's uh, Pastor Glenn Blakeney, and you can go in there and actually watch TV, like literally, like check this out, let me see if I can do it on here real quick, um, so you come in here to Kingdom community TV. Here's the TV schedule. And this is really cool. So you can come in February 2022. I just want to look back to make sure we're doing it right. You can come through. And so for example, 4.30 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. Kingdom Encounter with Glenn Blakeney. Okay. Depending on the times. 2.30 to 3.30. It was uh, Larry Titus. Kingdom Global. Okay. Today's the 18th, so it goes through. Naomi Byers, you can watch her at 3.30 p.m. to 4 p.m. And so it goes through. Girl Talk with Lynn Blakeney. And so you can come through. There I am. So today at 6.30 p.m. to 7 p.m., you'll get to watch an episode of Relevance for Today with Stephen Lewis. And this is every day. It's amazing. The schedule is every day. You can look at the month. I don't know if I can get there from here. Find events, list, month, day. Uh, so they're going to be working on getting that all set up, but you can go through and see what it is tomorrow. And it's exciting. I mean, that's all I can say. It's exciting. We have a TV show, Relevance for Today TV show, as well as many amazing ministers 
and ministries are represented on Kingdom Community TV. Sound good, folks? So make sure you get over there and check it out. Once again, that's www.kingdomcommunity.tv. You can get on there and listen and watch Christian programming every day and it's for free. Amen? Sound good? Well, hey, with that being said, folks, hey, listen, love you all. Appreciate you. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you share. Don't forget about Spiritual Spotlight, the five minutes or less podcast that comes out every Wednesday and Friday, as well as the Hip Hop with Christ ministry with Janine over in the Philippines, Jug Honey Love over in the Philippines. Um, I do a show for them. Time in God's Word every Saturday morning at 8 a.m., 9 p.m. Manila, Philippines time, as well as, of course, relevance for today's show. So check it out. Check out the TV shows. Check out any podcast app. You'll find all the different episodes. With that being said, hey, don't forget about Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other locations. Hey, listen, I'm going to let you guys go. Hey, God bless you all. Take care of yourself. Love you. Peace.